Well, as our conversation has begun already, yep, obviously, yep. we are going to be talking about traveling today. Mm-hmm. Traveling is fun, adventurous, life-changing, and we want to experience new things, new foods, and meet new people. But our main goal when we are traveling, no matter where we're going, is to come back home and be able to experience all of everything that we did with our loved ones, share mm-hmm. it with our loved ones. So this episode, we'll be sharing our experiences how as a woman or as a they being, we prepare for a trip, precautions that we take and other things that we do on a trip from booking to our Airbnbs, our hotels and TSA approved protections, you know, whatever that is. Okay. So we're getting into the real part of traveling as a beautiful being bright woman. AIB is a safe space for us ladies and ladies to discuss our bodies, physically, spiritually, and emotionally. We're offering insights, sharing stories, laughing, supporting, and unlocking our divinity together. There's no greater power than that of the flower that is always in bloom. As you can see today, we have Hi, Hi, Nina. Hi, Nina. It's so good to see you. Thank you so so much. Thank you for being here. Yes. Yes. Nina is a Palestinian-American comedian, author, and boxer who wears her religion on her sleeve. Well, on her head. She's been wearing her hijab since she was 13, and she has never let that get in the way of her being herself, no matter how much the odds were against her. After graduating from Montclair State University College Mm -hmm. of the Arts... With a bachelor's degree in media, that's where I actually met Nina, Um, Nina discovered her passion for comedy and began performing all over the states as well as internationally. Her first published book, which I do have a copy of, I'm a Princess Too, centers around a young Muslim girl just trying to live a normal life, which is what most of her stand-up is about. So Nina has been seen on the Food Network, TRT, and has opened for comics such as Tiffany Haddish, Lunell, and so many more. She is currently gearing up for her first professional boxing fight, <laughs> which is a whole blurb in and of itself. But we'll talk about that at a different time. So, Nina, again, thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having me. I met Mui at The Cage. It's Shout true. out to The Cage days. Yeah. <laughs> and we worked at a place and we used to just call it The Cage, which sounds terrible now. I was going to say, like, what? It's a, like a tech center okay. of, like, all the equipment. So we yeah. were in charge of it. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And they had, like, a cage around. We so were literally we running that joint. Yeah, Queens people. of the cage. And all the film and TV students used to be super nice to us because we yeah. controlled what gear they got literally. and whatnot. We oh, know. Yeah. We know they didn't like it. I used to kick yeah. ass to the people at Willie P at high school. And I was like, I need a camera. Oh, my God, you're so pretty. <laughs> I, was, I was a freshman. I was a freshman because uh, I did the film... Uh, department first um most of freshmen getting invited to like senior thesis shoots and i'm yeah. like oh yeah they're they want to be on my good side exactly <laughs> exactly it's funny because we went to like a pwi and like in the field of media it is very white male dominated and we are two bustling women of color mm-hmm. and you know like our our skills as they were growing like people were still being so much nicer to us you know like i was yeah. just like we're doing it we're doing yeah. it. yeah power trip you know what i'm saying exactly. we were literally queens like we said it everywhere queen yes. of africa queen of palestine like we, were... we we had that in our bios on instagram yeah. forever I love that yeah we know it we know it like, oh did you want a camera mm. interesting but yes it is i muyi ali it was your girl, Grace Annette. And this is Always a Bloom Podcast. 
Nina, again, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Like, I'm just going to keep, keep on thanking you. But today we're going to be talking about traveling. And nice. you have been places. Lots <laughs> of been places. Been to too many places. Lots of places. <laughs> and I'm going on tour in two week, in a week, in 10 days. And I'm going to seven countries oh. in three weeks. <gasps> Whoa. So I'm going to be... On the go. On the go, crazy. Is that for boxing? Is that for comedy? Comedy. Yes. I will be going to Qatar, Doha, Dubai, um, Oman. I'll be the first female to ever do stand up comedy in Saudi Arabia. Nina. <laughs> what? Nina. Oh my god, that's amazing. Well, non-Saudi woman, because yes. they have comedians that live in the country and have done comedy, mm-hmm, but like mm-hmm. no woman who has came from like the outside to do comedy. Mm-hmm. Incredible. Yeah, I don't think Saudi because I'm going on a tour and it's an all female tour, mm-hmm. and it's uh, run by the Hollywood Pop Up. Shout out to Ron, he's dope. He set this all up together, um, and the tour is called "That's What She Said" tour. And I don't think the people in Saudi understand like, the reference because oh, yeah. they approved us to come and do it. And I'm like, if they really knew what "That's What She Said" meant, I don't think they would have <laughs> said yeah, yes. Yeah. Okay. But hopefully, this comes out after I perform, so it's too late. <laughs> <laughs> it's well, going hold on to be to great. It. We'll hold on to it. <laughs> it's going to be great. I really, I'm really excited. Because, yeah. like, what? That's so. That's, that's wild. That's it's so intense. Like everyone's like, "What are you gonna talk about?" And I said, "Uh, knock knock jokes." So like, mm. come on. What do you keep it? Closer. Why did the chicken cross the road uh, to go to Mecca? Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna be all my. I'm not even joking. Like, I don't care if I bomb. No pun intended. No, I'm saying like I don't care if I do like terribly, because I just want to do it. And come back, yeah, and oh be my okay. Because they don't fuck around in Saudi. Yeah, that's what I wanted they to ask yeah. about, like the traveling with like safely, especially to these countries that are very specific in their practices and feelings about women, about yeah. women in comedy, women making a name for themselves. Yeah. Well, well, Saudi has a bad rep for various reasons. Yeah. Um, but they're they're really cool. they they've opened up their liberal. You don't have to wear niqab. You don't have to cover up. You can you can do whatever you want and stuff like that. But yeah. when it comes to like entertainment. They're still very strict. Yeah. Like, they have a, a section in their government that runs the entertainment in the entire country. So, like, can you imagine if, like, Justin Bieber wanted to come to America to perform? Someone in the U.S. government would have to, like, approve it. Yeah. That's how it is over there. Okay. So, when it comes to, like, entertainment, they're very helicopter. So, they approve every act that wants to do anything in the That's country. Mm-hmm. So, for them to, like, approve us, they've already, like, looked us up. I was yeah. say, you know, like they probably did like oh, they went through your Instagram, you know, yeah. they, like, your website. They did everything in like a full background um, check, essentially. So when they tell us like we don't want jokes about like this, like we're not gonna do jokes about that. Oh, okay. <laughs> so they, they did like give a, you like a layout. I mean, the producer of the fest did, but it was kind of like to be expected. Like no, okay. no jokes about the government. Like you're not making fun of their government, right? Okay. Not in um, their country, <laughs> which is crazy because we have literal shows in America that make that are solely to make fun of the government. And I mean, solely. that's America's a mess. Like you know, yeah. the government probably makes fun of. Like look at this bill we're passing. T like everyone's laughing about. Yeah, it. Yeah, like um, if you make fun of the government out there, you're going to jail. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. <laughs> oh <my God. clears throat> so I'm like, I'm gonna do the most clean, most not funny, most just <laughs> go up there and be like, my name's Nina. <laughs> Hopefully they start laughing. <laughs> so funny, yeah. Yeah, I don't Just spell it out, drag no, it out I, for a while. Your um, intro, because <laughs> I know a couple of my friends did did shows in Saudi last year, and they said that the crowds were awesome and they mm-hmm. had a fun time. And so I'm like, but they're men; they get away with it. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, 
I'm I'm excited though. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited for you. I'm glad that you're preparing um, as appropriately as you can, and especially that you're going with an actual group, yeah. um, an established. Um, who's the production company that's Hollywood Pop Up? Hollywood Pop Up, like an established company. Like you know, you're you gotta be safe. Yeah, yeah, you no, know no, how no. To I'm do not. It. I'm not worried about my safety. I just yeah. don't want to get into any trouble. Yeah, uh, yeah. That, that, you know. um, because like those countries, like they really don't play. Like um, Dubai has a very, very, very. It's one of the safest countries, by the way. Yeah. Um, I remember I went last year for a comedy festival and I left my laptop on like outside by accident, and I was like freaking out. And the producer was like, "No one's gonna touch it." Mm-hmm. I was like, "What do you mean?" He was like, "It'll you can come back tomorrow and your laptop will still be there. No one steals in Dubai. It's not a thing." And I was like. What do you? I was like, if I went to Starbucks and if I went to the bathroom, like I would come back, my laptop is gone. Yeah. yeah. He was like, yeah. oh no, no one steals out here. Yeah. I was like, that's amazing. Like, they're Dubai, like very rich. Yeah. Anyhow, so yeah. like. Uh, yeah, but also they just—it's not part nice. of their culture yeah. that they steal. Yeah. I was like, that's yeah. wild. You could also um, probably afford the laptop ten times older. Yeah. But like, <laughs> yeah, it's a very—it's a very safe country. Uh, there's no like, there's no crime. Nothing happens. Um, it's illegal to uh, honk your horn. Ah, uh, I love yeah, that. It's a very polite country. I've watched a lot of uh, I watch a lot of YouTube uh, vlogs of people traveling, and like we'll get into it because like that's the way like I like to prepare. Like before yeah. I go, I'm like For who sure. who. On Who's YouTube gone has gone there that looks like me. Yeah. And what was your experience? Right. And where did you go? Because I need that. I need to come back same way you yeah. did. Um, but yeah, no, a lot of those, I mean, it's obviously like fashion, like influencer vlogs, but like it's absolutely beautiful and clean. Mm-hmm. And just the innovation out there is like absolutely amazing. So I'm excited that you've been there and yeah. that you're going to go back. And uh, I can't wait to watch videos. The only thing <laughs> is that they have like Dubai has one of the strictest like no drug rules. Mm-hmm. Like, if you get caught with, like, just marijuana, you're going to jail for a long time, which I kind of like because it prevents from, like, harsher drugs. But I feel like marijuana is not really, like, a drug kind of thing, you know? But, like, it's like, I kind of get it. But um, I know this one guy, um, he went to Dubai from, like, for vacation. His appendix burst while he was there. So when he went to the hospital, they, they, like, did tests and stuff, and he tested positive for drugs because he had the drugs, like, a week before Wherever he came from, and he went to jail after his surgery. Oh my god! Because he had did it. Not even they didn't even catch him with drugs. Because they couldn't prove when he did it. Oh my goodness! He like went there for vacation, got sick, and then ended up in prison. Oh my god! Do not want for. I I think his like country consulate like got him out of it or something. But like they don't play. That's inc- oh my God, so that it's like good me. and bad at the same time. No, yeah, definitely <laughs> don't. <laughs> like everyone knows, like if you go like to those countries, like you don't bring anything with you. Like I've gone, I've gone to LA and had my weed pens in my purse. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, <laughs> it's whatever, do you know. Yeah. So if that's you go also domestic too. To those countries, like don't don't do drugs. Don't, don't, <laughs> don't do drugs. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. Um, that's so much information. I want to know the places that you have traveled. Your yes. favorite place, your least favorite place. Alphabet- alphabetical, alphabetical order. Go. What? I'm kidding. I just type for him. A and I was talking international or like domestic. All of them. Yeah. Just like. Well, my favorite place to go is obviously back home, Palestine, the West Bank. Word, word. Um, I haven't gone in two years because of COVID, but I'm going this summer, and I cannot wait. Oh my god, I'm like counting the days until I go back. So that's definitely my favorite place. Um, I'm very busy. Um, I'm a workaholic. I was always in school working multiple. Yeah. So like, if I ever had a week off, which was so rare, like I always picked to just go back home. That's so for a while, I just didn't travel anywhere internationally because if I'm gonna go somewhere international, like I'm just gonna yeah. go back to Palestine. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Me with DR. 
Anytime yeah. I'm just like, oh, but I can just go back to DR for a couple of days. Like, it's just so easy. My best friend Shakira is Dominican. You remember Shakira? Yeah, of course, of course. And um, she went to DR to meet her dad for the first time, and she made me go with her. So I went to DR, but we didn't go to like a resort or anything. We went yeah, to the yeah, capital. Yeah. So then like a couple months later, I was going to Palestine and I'm like, I went to your home country, bitch. You're coming to mine. Right. So I took her to Palestine with me. Oh, that's so yeah, we had, a, we had a great time. Um, I also love LA. I can't live there though. Yeah. I don't know why. I'm not even that far west. That's but west, I right? love going. I go Which once part? a month. Oh, the, literally. West LA. Hollywood. Yeah. <laughs> I, when I was over there, I was over there for like six months or so, like living in that area. And I was like, wow, this is like a cleaner New York cleaner New York and but not anymore oh the homeless is nuts in, in LA? LA it's oh. a thousand times worse than New York mm. I mean a- I felt that way when I when I went also but I felt the homelessness were they were just walking around kind of minding their business you know no no I hear stories from my friends who live in LA um and I feel like the homeless in LA mess with people whereas the homeless in new york just kind of want some money mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying yeah are there crazy homeless people yeah. in new york that do stuff sure but like the majority of them kind of just like just ask you for money and keep yeah. it moving yeah, like yeah. people the homeless in la like rob you and shit oh wow yeah oh wow that's intense i mean this just happens lack of yeah. resources create yeah. i know that there's like a wave of it where there's like war homeless people in like the west during like the winter time because like they just, a lot of them get, like, shipped off out that way because it's so cold here. Mm-hmm. To be, and then yeah. they just end up coming back for the winter. So, like, we'll see how, like, things, like, disperse. But I know that things have gotten a lot worse out west. I actually, I did hear that, like, from my Uber driver. He let me know that, like, what was it? New York was paying L.A. to take their homeless Yeah, people? they were literally, like, yeah, like, literally buying them train tickets That's to go to, like, out west to L.A. so that they would be there in the wintertime. Just also, in Dubai, during COVID, they would get hotels, clear them out, and make them into homeless shelters. Oh, and that's amazing. still have the staff to, like, clean and everything. So the staff still had jobs. Just a little. So it is possible. possible. It's possible. It's just possible. Just a little tidbit. Um, no way, Nina. That's just a little. <laughs> just a little sidebar. Um, my least favorite place. What's funny is that my least favorite place didn't become my least favorite place until I grew up and realized what was going on in the world. Oh, no. Oh, no. (laughs) Because when me and Shakira, we were um, in in high school, our our class trip was to Paris. Mm -hmm. And at the time, I was wearing a hijab, but I was like 17. I didn't know anything about like racism and stuff. Like I was very sheltered. I didn't know the real world. And Shakira's very dark skinned Dominican. Mm -hmm. And we kind of felt like people were being rude. Yeah. And like maybe we're just being. Maybe that's just the way it is. And then, like, I grew up and I realized how racist French people are. And then I was like, fuck that place. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I definitely have gone to Paris before also. And it was after, like, there was the November attacks or something. Um, And I was wearing my hijab at the time also. And I was also, I was dark-skinned then as well. And um, (laughs) they were not very nice. Like, there were times where I couldn't even go in places or, like, they would check me extra. But, of course, it was to make sure, you know, like, obviously, checking for bombs and things like that because the the thing that just happened. But I'm like, I'm literally not doing that. You know that. I'm not doing that. So I I was telling my black hijabi friends, I'm like, not only are you a woman, not only are you black, you also wear a hijab. You're triple fucked. I'm only double fucked. (laughs) Yeah. They're like, fuck you, Nina. I'm like, it's kind of true. Literally, like, so many odds are against you as a being. It's so tough. Yeah. 
People suck. They do. Mm. Racism sucks. Yeah. Mm. I'm not going to say that all. I mean, Paris was beautiful. Yes. It was very pretty. Yeah. We went, we did all the touristy stuff. Um, Surprisingly, the Eiffel Tower is not that big. Oh. I've heard that. What were you comparing it to? What were you expecting? It's like some huge thing, and it wasn't that. It was like, I was like, this is it? It was mad small. (laughs) I was so surprised. (laughs) You're like, "Mm, this is it. (laughs) I will say the one way that I really do prepare for like trips is, um, I'll go on like Pinterest and I'll write like girls in Paris outfits. I'm sorry. That's how I you prepare. Love that. Yeah. Like prepare your outfits. Yeah. What about everything else? Like I wh- kind of just roll with it. <laughs> oh my goodness. Do you usually travel alone? Yes. And I know it's dangerous. Mm. Um, if you don't know what you're doing, but it seems like you don't. No, I, I, <laughs> I, I like you just show up. I've been in some shitty situations, uh-huh. like abroad and whatnot. Oh no! And been like, I should have planned this. I should have uh, planned better. <laughs> yeah, thank God that like this tour that I'm going on is like run by a company and like they're handling everything and like mm. taking us from like because like I would I would be lost. Yeah, I, I just, would. It would be bad. But oh. you'd look great. Thank you. You'd look real appropriate for I, the situation you were in. All your outfits would be on point. Yeah, I remember uh, when I went to the Dubai Fest last year. Um, I the first thing I did was like girls in sand desert outfits. <laughs> I and, love that. I and um, I, I got think my. Your Instagram, Instagram picture, a white flowy yes. outfit. That's what you got to do. You got the little flowy things. So Her you, Instagram picture looked like a Pinterest post. Dang, love it. That's, exa- that's exactly <laughs> my picture. I watch so many I Dubai going vlogs to <laughs> show you. It's literally that. You have to do like the, the side angle, and then you have to like the, let the low wind going. I went to Fre- shades. <laughs> I went to Forever Twenty One, and I went to the plus size section because I like I wanted it to be super flowy. Mm-hmm. So I went and got like a smaller size in the plus size, like um a white beach cover up. Yeah, and then I wore jeans like white jeans under and a white, and it just it looked so great. Cute. Yeah, it looked great. I love but that. But then we went to the zoo, and I got bit by an orangutan, and then I ended up in the hospital. Oh my gosh. So I should have prepared for like that and not like just my outfit. <laughs> okay, but how, how, do how can you prepare, you prepare for how that? You, how do you? You don't. I mean, I like you. I mean, what about like health insurance and like common practices? Don't go touching the orangutans. You know, like they, you can look that up. They were like, you could pet them. Oh, is it because um, you were a tourist? Like maybe no. like the locals knew not to touch. Well, them. no, because the monkey was like k- kissing and hugging all the other comedians. She just didn't like me. Oh. Nina, it was, it was a you. personal attack. Yeah. Well, the other co- <laughs> so they were saying that monkeys are very territorial mm-hmm. and they're like very jealous. Oh, you're and, too um, cute for the monkey. No, because I was the only girl, and her mm-hmm. like owner, she loves him so much, and she hates any girls that he brings around. <gasps> and they're like, that's really how monkeys are. Oh my god. So they were like, she does, and then she kept like pushing me away from him, like literally pushing me. Like I'll show you a video. It was crazy. And then he was like, no, no. And he was like, no, be nice to her. She's nice. And then the monkey came and bit me. And then, like, <laughs> he was like, no, stop it. And she, like, went down and she went like this. And then he gave her a treat and she went and started, like, kissing him. And I'm like, oh, she knew what she was doing. Yeah. Monkeys are really smart. Yeah. Um, oh so don't go to, like, the zoos and stuff if you travel. Because <laughs> okay. uh, these are just, like, do's and don'ts yeah. of traveling. Do's and don'ts of travel. where, where was that? It was in Dubai. Okay. 
How did that work uh, medically? Uh, I went to like an urgent care thing and they were real cool. They were like, you're fine. Mm-hmm. And then I flew home that night and then I went to the emergency room okay. and the doctors in America were like, I'm like, are you guys going to put me in like a tube or something? No, for yeah. real. Are they going to quarantine you? Yeah, yeah no, for real. Like international yeah, animal. Literally. <laughs> so literally. So like, like, um, I got bit that morning and um, at first it just looked like a hickey. Uh-huh. And then um, but by the time like I got to America, it was like my arm got infected a little bit. Oh, no. So like when I went to the hospital, they're like, oh, what kind of dog bit you? And I was like, orangutan. They were like, she said, Leonard started laughing. She was so sweet. She's like, no, like what, like what kind of dog? Like, a, like she's like your friend's dog. You know, you gotta get that checked. I'm like, no, no, a monkey bit me. Right. She was like, at the Bronx Zoo. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no, in Dubai. She was like, when? I was like, this morning. I just got. She was like, what? She's like, Man. hold on. Literally, had to she go went and got somebody. like a. She went and then like a, like three doctors. Were, I hear them like all whispering, like, what do we like? <laughs> and look, should I have went to a vet? Like, oh my god, <laughs> they didn't know what to do with me, so they just like started like doing like random tests and like they gave me like immunity boosters. And was like, this an urgent care or your regular? PCB yeah, I went like, to the hospital. And they were, there's they no know, way that they don't know like, how what? to handle. But, no, but they were just like, yeah. we don't. Do you feel okay? And I was like, yeah, I feel fine. They're like, you're probably fine then. Like, lim- but that's what they're supposed okay, to you figure out. Isn't did that why you went to- <laughs> so I got like blood work done, and they were just like, just, just keep be very cautious of how you're feeling. If you get a feet, like come back I'm for any stressed. reason, you, you had health insurance. Yes, okay. thank God. I'm just trying to figure out how the doctors they were said, all really what? cool, uh, but they were like, we've never dealt. No one's ever came here with a monkey bite. Like we don't have monkeys in New York. They could have referred you to somebody. <laughs> I but just, there, there's definitely they did a bunch of tests of and, and SOP somewhere out there. Right. That's like okay, like somebody comes in from international like flight. Or, like, place and, like, is bitten by an animal there. Even if it's not an orangutan, like, I get it. It was during like, COVID. Oh, yeah, that's um. what I was going to ask also. So they were just like, oh, man. And I was like, I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> you know, <got> COVID. Like, <laughs> I was just like, I, I wasn't my intention to, like, bring back a disease. And then I was like, do I have an STD? They're like, that doesn't, it doesn't work that way. <laughs> Good. I was like, I'm scared. They're like, you're, you're okay. They're like, just keep checking yourself and... If you feel anything, just come back. But okay. you're everything seems to be okay. Okay. Bet. Week later, it healed up, and I was like, I'm still alive. That's so that's cool. Look, like, if so I grow alive. a tail or something. Um, yeah, I'm waiting for you to like zombie out, zombie. It's been like a year now. Oh, okay, so. no, she good. She not. She I'm actually zombie. doing the sh- the same show in two weeks. So like, you you have to go back and see the monkey. I was gonna say, oh, go like, back and see the monkey. Up. They were they were like, we we want you to do like a one year like where you guys are at in life. I was like, please, you're in danger. Please don't do she that does to not yourself. Like you. If it's you guys okay. want to see the video of me getting bit by a monkey, it's on my Instagram. It'll also be available in the show notes. All of her <laughs> contact information. I want to talk to you because you said that you wear your religion on your sleeve. Well, on your head, you know. And I want to talk about how you feel confident traveling to all these different places. Um while being in a minority group or not as confident as the... How do you travel confidently in a minority group? Um, I definitely have some sort of privilege because I don't get bothered too much in America. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's when I like travel outside. or Not even in America, I lied. Like in, I grew up in New York, New Jersey area. It's very diverse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Are there racist people? Sure. 
but like in my area where I grew up, like um, it was very uh, mixed and it was mostly Arabs. So mm-hmm. like my high school, there was like 20 hijabis mm-hmm. and it was a public mm-hmm. school. So I never felt like the only one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So for like my the first like 18 years of my life, I was like, oh, it's normal to be different. It's normal to wear hijab. Like, I was yeah. very, my friends were all Dominican. There was a, the half the kids were black. Like it was, I think white kids were the minority at my high school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I grew up very like, Everything is fine. Yeah. And then when I started like working and going to the city, yeah, I was like, oh, where people think I'm weird, like, <laughs> yeah. you know. So then, um, even just like going to work or going to the city and stuff, people would stare and like say, I've gotten. I always say like I got bullied after I became an adult. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh my god! Like no one used to say things to me in my in, at high school. Like yeah. no one cared. It was when I started like. Going to the airport, people would stare. People would make comments or just, like, they get uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. You, it's like you could just sense people's energies. They just, like, it just goes down. Did you um, feel a difference, like, post 9-11? Um, was that, like, 2001? And we were relatively young, but you have been traveling before. I was so young. Yeah. I was in, like, second grade or third grade, probably uh. first grade. But my mom said that, like, it was really bad, even in our area. Mm-hmm. She said the bus wouldn't, the buses wouldn't stop for her. They would make comments. My mm-hmm. mom's Venezuelan, so she speaks Spanish, um, but she doesn't look like she speaks Spanish. So she, my mom would be like, I would go at the grocery store, and people would make people would be talking around me, and I understood them. Oh my gosh! Um, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, but it's it's crazy. Um, I get more harassed online than anything, though. Yeah, I mean that's because it's clock clock cloaked you know like yeah they can hide behind their keyboard i've I've gotten death threats um it's crazy and i'm like for what people have too much freedom and too much time uh yeah they do uh i used to freelance at fox news Mm -hmm. so that was interesting Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) yeah i mean i mean you could talk about it if you so desire yeah no um the staff were cool Mm -hmm. everyone was like everyone like knew they were there for the paycheck and yeah. no one really gave a shit about. And Fox is very good to their employees. They, one of the highest paid companies, they offer car service if you work late. Like they feed, the, like they're very mm-hmm. good to their people and that's why everyone works there. Mm-hmm. Cause it's a great place aside from the content they put out. Aside <laughs> for everything else that they do. Um, and shout out to my manager. She was a, a black woman. She was awesome. And like we kind of just like, Gave each other the nod, like, I know why you're here, you know why I'm here kind of thing. And she was, like, a, a high-level manager, but I'm pretty sure she didn't believe anything she was putting out on air. But it's like a reality show. The only people who really, like, believe it are, like, the hosts. Mm. And then it's kind of like, do you really believe that? Right. Are you just... You're still performing. Exactly. Yeah. Um, is hefty. But there was, like, once in a while where I'd be in the building and people would be, like, like just, like, staring or... Uh, people assume that I don't speak English or it's it's crazy. <laughs> yeah, that that is crazy. So how do you navigate it when you do travel to these places? Because obviously it's not like you remove your hijab or like speak more brightly English or something like what. What is it that you do? honestly, especially if you're going alone? Honestly, I'm kind of. I know you're not supposed to say this about yourself, but I'm really nice. <laughs> but um, I become kind of a bitch. Yeah. On purpose yeah. because they don't expect it. Yeah. And they think that I'm going to kind of just like accept the disrespect because I'm a hijabi. Mm-hmm. But when I snap, they're like, oh, no, she's not that. one yeah. to. Um, like, I remember actually this was in, in domestic flights and I tweeted about it at the time and no one cared. 
It was a whole thing. Um, <laughs> we had went to New Mexico for a family wedding. Mm-hmm. We were all from Mexico. It was like 50 of us. One of my aunts is very religious. She wears like the black like abayas, mm-hmm. like the, the long ones. And she doesn't speak English. She ended up getting the emergency seat. Now, when you sit in the emergency seat, you have to consent to mm-hmm. saving people's lives. So she turned around in Arabic. She was like, what's this lady saying? Mm-hmm. So we started laughing. And the lady was like, oh, ma'am, you can't. You can't sit in that seat, blah, 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 which I understand. Mm-hmm. I understand the rules. You have to consent to saving people's lives. If you don't speak English, whatever. So I told my aunt, switch seats with me. Mm-hmm. She was like, okay. She gets up and we're switching seats. And I'm telling the lady, and she's, the stewardess is telling my aunt that she needs to get off the plane. Mm. She's like, you can't be on this flight. To speak, for speaking to you? For or? for not being able to consent to the emergency seat. But uh, me and my aunt were switching seats. Yeah. I was like, I consent to saving everyone's life. Even though I can't swim, that's never going to happen. But <laughs> cool. And this woman just wanted my aunt off that flight. Mm-hmm. And she was like, she needs to get off this flight. She can't fly. And I was like, why does she need to get off this flight? Like, what's the, what's, what was the reason? Right. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I made... When I tell you I made a scene and right. everyone started pulling out their phones and I was like, you are not going to fucking do this shit, right? You right. don't fucking know who the fuck I am. Like it was a, but I feel like if I didn't do that, she wouldn't have backed off mm-hmm. yeah. because she was like adamant about like getting my aunt after, off that flight. Right. For what reason? I don't yeah. know. Like oh I, we switched seats, mm-hmm. but she just, she, I could tell she saw what my aunt was wearing mm-hmm. and she just like wasn't having it. Yeah. Because I could tell from like from her energy and stuff. So I'm like, I become very mean. Yeah, um, rightfully so. Yeah. Because I felt like if I just was, oh, what's the problem? She would have pulled some. She would have like made up a rule or something. Yeah. So I navigate. Like, oh, by you can't being, switch seats and da da da. Yeah. Like you can do whatever you want. It's a freaking airplane. Yeah. I bought my ticket already. <laughs> yeah. So like I navigate when yeah. by being like super mean, which I don't want to be. Yeah. But like it's a, a bunch of women, girls were like, yes, yeah, like. <laughs> Because, like, she was being so unreasonable. Yeah. And then she skipped me. I definitely it. have to put, like, on a mean mug if someone, like, talks to me too quickly. Like, you know, like, I'm just like... Because I got, like, this babyish face and, like, my frame is a little compact. So people yeah. think that they can just start talking to me in a certain type of way. So it's like I have to try to big myself up in order to get that respect because of how I come off. And also, if I'm ever lost somewhere, I always, always put on a British accent because I don't think that they would just respect me as just my regular American oh, self we, I'm serious I'm like oh can you know where the loo is I'm on my way to the loo just to find a special place like a bathroom because it's very easy to take advantage of people when they're traveling especially alone it's what it is demanding respect because they yeah. look at you right away and they're like oh she's not someone that I need to respect yeah or she's not gonna ex- she's, she accepts this type of like treatment yeah because um, they assume that Especially if you're wearing your hijab, they just assume that you get like abused or you're oppressed or, yeah, or can't, so they can't speak. Yeah, <laughs> so that's how it goes. You know, I mean mug, but I usually have my headphones in, and that's where like I fail because like my headphones will be in like too loudly. So as soon as anybody wants to talk to me, like. I don't keep the mean mug as soon as you interact with me. Like, yeah, I, it immediately deep. dissipates, like, full veil gone. Like, oh, my God, what did you want? Like, I get, like, really nice. <laughs> and then I have to, like, go back to being mean if it's, like, a one of, like, those situations. Um, but that's usually, like, like, when I'm traveling by myself, it's very much, like, 
I know exactly where I'm going. Like, my phone is literally in my hand just in case anything is about to happen. My headphones are in yeah. my ear. Um, I haven't, like, traveled abroad or, or anywhere by myself. But since you have, do you have, like, any sort of, like, routine? Like, okay, like, you get to the hotel and, like, oh, or you, like, only go to certain, like, X places to, to eat by yourself? Like, mm-hmm. how does that usually go? Or activity-wise? I want to know what Do you meet up with people there? there yeah. Too. I want to... Um, usually when I go back home to Palestine... Um, I've gone by myself, so I usually just go to, like, my family's houses. Yeah. I kind of just jump out the airport and get a taxi. Um, Any taxi you don't, like, pre-order? Like, nah, I just jump out. Okay. Um, I'm just, <laughs> It'll be there. It's terrible. <laughs> um, yeah, so, I, or, like, so I'll have someone pick me up, but, like, when, um, any other time I've gone international was for comedy, so producers kind of just, like, book everything for you, which is mm-hmm. nice. But I will say one time, I have a lot of friends in L.A., so I usually just crash with them. But one time I went to L.A. and I was like, you know what? I want to just go by myself and I want to, like, veg out and I want to just go by the beach and get, like, an Airbnb by myself and write and whatever. was the worst decision I've ever made. It was terrible. So I I fly to L.A., stayed with my friend for a few days, and I was like, okay, I'm going to Uber to my Airbnb, whatever, I'll see you in a few days. She's like, are you sure? Yeah. I got an Airbnb in Venice. Mind you, I booked it online and everything was nice and clean and beautiful mm-hmm. and it was right on the beach and it was not too expensive and I was like, oh, okay. When I tell you I got there and it was a hostel. Oh. But, I mean, I know some people actually use hostels. No, like, no, no, no. But like, no, no, but that, like in the doorway, there was like 10 homeless people like doing crack. Okay. And like my Uber driver was like, I'm going to walk you to your room. No. And no, but he, I was like, he, we were like chatting the whole time, and yeah. like I, like, and I was like, yeah, because I was like that scared. No, I mean, like, I meant no, as in like, don't live there. But I had nowhere else. It was like one in the morning. Oh. So he was like, let me just. He was like, he's like, do you want me to like just go inside with you? Yeah, I was like, please. That's really nice. Of he him. grabbed my bags and he was like, excuse me. Like we went over the people doing drugs, and then um, I was like, you know what? I'll just stay here the night. In the morning, I'll check out, get a hotel. I go to the room and there's no lock on the door. And it's a shared bathroom on the like on the hallway. And he was like, "Do you want me to take you to a hotel?" And I was like, "Oh, thank you, thank you. I'm glad <laughs> oh that's how God. that ended." I, I like, where? How would you? Where did you sleep? Like <laughs> it was dirty. It was there was and then um. So what had happened was the guy at the front desk didn't want the guy to come and bring my bag up because. I had checked in just for one person, and they were not letting anyone else come in. Mm-hmm. I figured it was because of COVID. It was because the day before that, someone got robbed, like armed robbery. And I was okay. like, I need to get out of here. Did you, like, report that Airbnb? <laughs> no, but, like, their website is, like, total cap. <laughs> oh, my God. That's well, crazy. Say, like, that, that definitely needs to be reported to Airbnb because, you like, that's, like, illegal. You can't do yeah. that. Also, you can't provide people no lock. No, there was no lock on the door. Oh in a shared space when you're traveling no that's that's very dangerous yes incredibly dangerous oh so when God. i go like now i'm money back i'm yes, bad for you i called oh my, my, God, I called so my credit card right company now. and i was like i want my money back it was yeah they like refunded me my money back but like now when i go like overseas and stuff i make sure it's like a nice hotel it's like mm. a chain hotel yeah the chain hotels are the safest yeah, yeah. um so i just airbnbs are very sketch i used to trust airbnbs more i feel like 
not at the beginning of Airbnb, but there was like the sweet sort of like middle situation of Airbnb. Because in more recent times, there has been like more sketchy situations yeah. uh, like yours. Um, but I do like when it's international, like over waters, I do do like chain okay. hotels. Like you will not catch me at an Airbnb yeah. like overseas. But domestically, I don't mind doing an Airbnb. Because I like like when we went to that Airbnb in uh, New Orleans, Mui and I went to New Orleans. Um, it was really nice. I enjoyed it. I know you didn't like it as much as I did, but there I enjoyed were it. There hella stairs. Um, <laughs> yeah, I feel like I feel more confident in an Airbnb if I'm not alone. If I'm with like three or more people, then I'm like, ah, yeah, they could get them first. But <laughs> if I'm traveling by myself, and I do not want to be in an Airbnb because I think of all the people who have been in the Airbnb, like they have the lock to it and it's just a comfort thing like everyone on the block knows which house is the airbnb like they're always having new cars over there like it's just like i don't need people to know that that i'm not a regular i like to make sure i'm not necessarily standing out when i'm traveling somewhere what's so crazy is that we feel so much more safer in america to do these things whereas like america's so violent we shouldn't feel safe in this country doing these these this fuck shit that we do yeah well speaking on behalf of myself um Like it's it's a very dangerous country. It is. Yes. It really is. Especially as a woman. My mom is always like I walk around with my keys. I got a little those little jabby keys, uh, to stab people. Dude, someone got this guy got shot a bunch of people on the end train last yeah. week like yeah. that's crazy one of them kid was just like going to school yeah the subway has been absolutely ridiculous l- lately people's being pushed down like elderly we- women just being pushed downstairs yeah like purses being robbed feces being smeared on people's yeah. faces like oh my god that one took me like a few days to just like what like one human did that to another like and it used to be like after 11 or 12, you know, take a taxi. But it's like, this is like morning. Yes. Yeah. People on their daily commute, hella witnesses, just pushing someone cops in the middle. Cops everywhere. Yeah. And they still don't care. Yeah. Everywhere. Which is crazy because the cops don't let shit slide, especially when it's like homeless people or anyone that looks. They don't let. T- oh, you, ju- I was saying, you jump a turnstile. They're going to be on your ass. But bring a weapon, like. you Gucci. Like, mm, so that's ridiculous. Care. Yeah. Uh,. It's wild in these streets. Even like traveling, not necessarily on a plane, but traveling, just walking around in the streets. It is pretty crazy. Yeah, because I don't have a car. So and I'm I'm a comedian. So I club hop at night. Mm-hmm. You know, on Friday, I just had I had two spots. So like I went from Midtown to like my first spot and then I took the train to my second spot. My second spot wasn't until like 1130 at night. So then when I took the train back, it was like one in the morning. Mm-hmm. And there was just it's a homeless shelter down there. Oh my God. Which is really sad. Yeah. But um, it shouldn't be like our responsibility to like the government and the city should like yeah, to house them yeah, so we don't have to deal so. with them yeah. throwing shit at us, literally. Do you walk around with anything? Do you have any sort of like mace? Little... No, but I need to get one. What? I know. I need to get a taser. I mean, yes, yeah, she does. Well, she I mean, has like, so she many has things. Literally her two fists. <laughs> um, um, yeah, but is, people, I don't Because I'm like, I'm weak. I'm, I'm, I'm like, I'm wondering, like, I'm just whipping out weapons here because even if that I weapon, cannot like, fight. You, you have to be in the person, you know, like that weapon that you have. Yeah. Like, I just, I don't like that. I have my little 10 foot spray. Ten foot. She just, said, just don't come feet away. <laughs> just please don't come, please. Just quick spray. How should, should I buy a taser illegally on well, the black market? Um, you can buy one legally. I will say tasers I, are legal. You can buy a you taser can't ship and them to, to New York and New Jersey though. You, you, t- can. Yeah, you can. Yeah, I have ta- t- three. Where'd you tasers buy them? and pepper spray can be bought and shipped to New Jersey. Just can't be 
to New York. Really? Mm-hmm. Because I went on Amazon and it was like, you, shipping is not available in your location. Did you have a New York address? In? No, New Jersey. That's mm-hmm. interesting. I definitely Maybe got, it's like, Amazon then. Just that yeah, I feel like I got mine off of Amazon, well, but I think I, it's up to a certain like voltage. But you can oh. definitely like startle someone I'm to get them check. away. I think least. the ones that are illegal are the ones that shoot out. Those yeah, are the can't, you tasers. can't have like a, a tase gun. That's a tase gun. Yeah, or yeah. something like that. Why not? I want to be far gun. away. A stun exactly. gun. I want to be far away. I don't want to be like up exactly. in your Exactly. That's why I was like, please don't come to me. I got to get out there. Like, I don't yeah. 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 I'm like, like, I'd rather like do it from far away. Yeah, no. You, know, you can buy the, the handheld ones, the one where it's like it's close. And, yeah. Like, and this, and it's not, I think it's because I think there is a difference between the pepper spray and then there's like a pepper gel and a and mace. A, and a mace. They like, there's. What's the difference? The ingredients and I think the <laughs> consistency. <laughs> oh, yeah. That gel don't make no sense. Like, it's like a spray. It looks like something from like Men in Black. Like, it'll just. But. <laughs> But I will say, like, because my sister's a cop, even though, fuck the police, love my sister, though. Um, <laughs> when they were, like, training and stuff, they had to get pepper sprayed so they know how much yeah. it hurts so you don't, like, abuse it. Oh, because but, when you pepper spray people, you also get pepper sprayed. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, <laughs> Everyone's under attack. Everyone is under attack. Exactly. That is so that's why I'm saying, like, is that really uh, the best thing to do on a subway when you're also on that subway? Um, If you... Uh, I, the subway cart is actually big enough for you to be able to pepper spray and like kind of get far away enough where you're not severely impacted, but it's not good for like like in here we would like we would all die. It's a dub. <laughs> it's yeah. a complete dub. I know this sounds like like super sexist and whatever, but like the men on these subways who like don't defend people getting like harassed mm-hmm. is like crazy to me oh, yeah because yeah, they can't do anything they can fight they can't they can't fight and what, what are they gonna do i mean they could do a better job than someone who looks like me necessarily exactly. but i'm gonna i'm more likely to stand up than a lot of these other and not only people. that just like scientifically men are usually stronger than women like mm-hmm. n- you, i'm not even talking about like physically do anything but like i feel like if a guy is harassing a woman and a few guys say something to him he's probably gonna stop mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Whereas if I'm like, hey, man, don't do that. He's going to be like, fuck you. Yeah, fuck you, like, bitch. Like, man. I'm not saying you need to f- get involved physically. But, mm-hmm. like, sometimes these, there's, like, there'll be so many guys on the subway and they're just, like, Yeah. Staring. That silence is, like, consent in a way of, like, oh, yeah, this is what's happening and no one's doing anything about it. So no it must does be anything. okay to do it. No. That's awful. That's the bystander, bystander effect? Is that the, the actual, like, psychological uh, terminology for it when like if there's a whole bunch of people around and something's happening yeah. like people are less likely to speak up about it because versus like someone else if like to. one person was getting attacked and it was just you like you would definitely jump in because you're like well it's just me like I'm gonna come and help but if there's like a whole room of people everybody's yeah. just gonna be like alright well is it, are you gonna go help because are you yeah. gonna go help because like there's mad people here alright well if none of us are gonna do anything then like none of us so are gonna do like anything monkey see monkey do kind of thing yeah. like if one person jumps in they all do but I feel like it should just be yeah. Someone has to help. Some, this, somebody needs to speak yeah. up. We, or we need to just be in Dubai. Because uh, traveling well, is very that, uh, dangerous for women, even locally. Um, that recent, uh, <laughs> it was like in the last couple of months, uh, slight trigger warning of that. I mean, we were talking about a whole bunch of different things, but um, that late that woman that was uh, being sexually molested on the Philly train for like three stops on like literally like a 
cart full of people and this guy was just like sexually uh abusing this woman on the train for three full stops and like no and did nobody did anything oh my god i was like you are you've got to be kidding me there's no way in a cart full of people three full stops they made before like i think the cops came or somebody finally like got him off and like got him out of the car that bothers me so much so much yeah. that bothers me more than the actual perpetrator because that guy is obviously just not normal or just like yeah. these are like everyday guys going to work and going to going on dates and they're just like oh i saw some woman getting raped on the train and didn't do anything right? about it like oh like, how was your coming to work this morning oh no yeah there was a woman getting raped or whatever like what like and you did nothing you didn't that's terrible saddens me that's awful stay safe ladies so how do we how do we stay safe? Um, I said that I try my best to not stand, stand out um, as little as possible. I remember I was traveling with one of my friends and they had like really big hair, like just like ooh. And we were in a country that did not have big hair. We were in England, um, and I was just like, "Yo, tie your hair back. People are watching," you know, because I was like tripping. I was like, "We're in the middle of the night in this foreign country, and we look like we're standing out." Um, so, how do we, as women, travel safely and confidently and comfortably? Like, what do you do? What do you do? I don't think we can. Truthfully, <laughs> we always just have to be on guard everywhere that we right. go. There is no safe space for us. Mm. Um, Except for always in bloom. Yes. And as a woman who does not exercise and has zero, like, combat skills, unless it was, like, a do or die and, like, my adrenaline is going to, like, start yeah. rushing, uh, I got my, my pepper spray. I got my little my little jabby thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm loud. That's all I got. Like, I that's that's powerful. There's it's a power in that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm just gonna really hope that that's gonna carry me through, cause and that somebody's gonna come help me, and that my angels are gonna protect me, and that yeah. I, like and everything else is just pray. Yeah, literally, <laughs> pray really, really hard. I pray so hard before I travel, no matter where. Before I go outside, I cleanse the spaces that I'm in before beforehand. Like that energy's not jumping on me. Yeah, not here. I try to just um keep to myself and keep like my eyes open yeah seeing anything suspicious mm-hmm. if i get on a like i'll never ever get on a cart that's empty and i'll never get on a cart that's only like one or two guys mm-hmm. i'll i'll wait or i'll just walk down the, the lines to like wait for more people um and if i'm traveling internationally i kind of just pray for the best <laughs> Literally. okay all right, yeah. prayer and trust that you do need to make sure that you are seeing the world. Like, the Lord made such a beautiful world. There's so many things to see. So yeah. just make sure that you're staying safe when you do go. I would like to get rid of some myths, debunk some myths together. Ooh, mm-hmm. yes. All right, all right. Our myth number one, English. It is spoken everywhere. No, well, that's a very Americanized uh, way of thinking. Yes. Yes. It is. It is spoken in a lot of places, but the world is enormous. And I feel that English is like the number one language, but there still are places that are worth traveling to and seeing the world and how other people live that are it's outside of um, the English speaking. Do you know any other languages? I know Arabic. And I understand a little bit of Spanish. Okay. From my mom. Okay. But I don't speak Spanish. Do you when you go obviously like Palestine or any of these um uh, Arabic speaking countries, do you confidently speak Arabic? Yes. That's what's up. Um, 
And most of the places I've gone to also speak English. Yeah. Dubai is also very um, mixed. So yeah. most people all like speak English. Mm-hmm. Um, that's about it, really. And when I went to DR, no one spoke English. <laughs> Not yeah. a lick. Yeah. It's very yeah. broken. It's very yeah. fake English. <laughs> <laughs> Thank um, God I had Shakira because she like, just like navigated everything for us. Yeah. But yeah, and English is not... People in America just are so unaware of the rest of the world (laughs) so unaware and i feel like the influence obviously that hollywood has like media has like it's so ubiquitous it goes to all different stages of the world so they just kind of assume that everyone who's getting this introduction to america is based on like hollywood and when i'm watching these movies it's in english but like one they can be translated and two like there's so many other places that are different that have a completely different history isn't um, freaking America, like one of the youngest nations. Yeah, we're a big. I mean, aside we're from like, four, uh, like four hundred or something years old compared to like two. No, like two fifty. I'm not even gonna make a guess because I have no idea. It's like what, six, isn't sixteen oh four like our official? Like I don't think so. Seventeen seventy six. That's when the Declaration of Independence was signed. Independence from Britain, so turn into America. But America. Was found like America was. You know, we'll do this history thing later. It definitely am not. I know that's a thing. Sixteen. What's two thousand and twenty-two then? What? When? Huh? (laughs) Like when? When was the first? Like when it goes down? Hmm? Like isn't that America? Twenty twenty-two. What are you talking about? What's like? Where did that year come from? Like the start of. Well, twenty twenty. Sixteen oh four. That's that's nothing to do with them because like. You know, it's like before, the, like after Christ and before. Yeah, like well, no, it's a like Gregorian calendar. Yeah. That's what that is. Is that so, what it is? Yeah. yeah. So but America was founded in like 1604 AD, like after Anno Domino. I know that's what AD stands for. Um. But yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we are we are literally the youngest uh, uh, country. I mean, aside uh, from there. that other place. What other place? That other place. In the 80s, in the 80s. They were like, we're definitely a nation. Like the islands? No. I will I will talk about it later. Okay. And we're <laughs> going to circle can, back. Yeah, we'll circle back. Um, yes. Did we mention that we went to art school? We did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't think they made history like a an elective. Not an, They made history an elective. As opposed to like, we need ta- to, didn't we had to know it. No history. Like Wasn't that. it like an art history? All right. So another <laughs> myth that we're going to do. Um, <laughs> is traveling is expensive. No. Right? Yes and no. Oh, you need money, definitely. But it's not, not too expensive. Listen, listen. Invest in a really good pair of Nikes. Start pushing. Ooh, no. That is traveling. That is tr- still traveling. It can be expensive and it can be inexpensive if you want to yeah. make it that way. So, Depends on how you like to travel. I, every time I travel, am all here for the luxury. Yes. All I am, I'm here to vacation. Even if I'm, like, sightseeing, mm-hmm. like, okay, it's a driving tour. We're not, very yes. rarely will you catch a walking tour, Grace yeah. Annette. No. It just depends on what you want to do and where you're going. Mm-hmm. But traveling in and of itself can be very cheap. Yeah. yeah. It's it's more accessible than people let, let it out to be. Like, the amount of people yeah. that I've met, and I'm 27, the amount of people that I've met in, like, around my age that are like, yeah, I don't have a passport. What? Yeah. You've it, only it's seen it's this? <laughs> no. Only seen New Jersey? Like, what? what? Even if it wasn't New Jersey, and, like, you traveled within the States, like, that's it? Your like, only beach is the Jersey Shore. 
You haven't even been to That's Canada, bro. Yeah, like um, during COVID, uh, my friend had my friend lives in Texas. He invited all of us down for the weekend. He was like, "You guys could stay at my house. His house. He lives in a big house." My my flight was like one seventy round mm-hmm. trip. Mm-hmm. I had invited one of my other friends, and she was like, oh, "I don't really have the money to travel right now." Blah blah blah. I'm like. Didn't you just go out to eat a few days ago? Right. You went to like some fans. How much? Like how much was your bill? And she started laughing. I'm like, how much was your bill? She was like, like one twenty. I'm like, that's how much I paid for my flight. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you could afford it. You just. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I think people should prioritize traveling. For sure. I had a gr- I had a, the best weekend. That's beautiful. In Texas, and you decided to eat a steak. which is cool which is cool like eat your steak but then don't complain that you can't travel because you can yeah yeah Yeah. i have a friend like i had a friend we're no longer friends but he was like that too i'm like bro you have a job like there's no way that you can never do anything outside of new jersey like Mm -hmm. and you can you can save you know like people need to financially understand what they're able to reach like it's so many times that you're just like oh that's not for me i haven't done it i can't do it but it's definitely making an effort to do something because it's all very tangible um what was i talking about traveling being expensive walking never mind lost my train of thought fasting happens You know, we're not walking out here in Grace's vacation. <laughs> oh, the most least expensive flight that I had was an Atlanta flight. I was like, oh, I'm just going to go for like a weekend. Just go see what the other black people are doing. Hey, y'all, I'm here. Um, and it was literally like $68. Wow. Round trip. And I was like, <laughs> okay. Whoop, there it is. Yeah. That's like brunch. I was Uber blacking everywhere how much money I saved on that flight. I was just hey, like, Uber yeah. black. Just me. Yeah, literally. It's me. Coming in my full sweatpants and Afro twin shirt. I love that. <laughs> love that. Yes. Um, street food will make you sick. Depending on where you go. I'm a very picky eater, so I won't wouldn't eat it. You wouldn't even do it. And it's not because I'm like bougie, because I eat McDonald's. I just <laughs> I, I'm like I have the pal of a toddler. Mm. So. <laughs> I think it all depends on where you go and what you eat. Really, when you're I guess at home, like if you're more of like a fast food eater, like your stomach has got that lining to yeah. support a little bit of <laughs> I could, uh, I could eat some, a, some street food some and be fine. And some street food. <laughs> um, it just reminds me, I went to, I recently went to Dominican Republic uh, for a wedding with friends and Muyi was able to come with me um, and go to my grandmother's house. And I had a friend who, uh, shout out to Trayvon, really wanted like fried pork from the street specifically oh. like but very specifically, specifically fries like pork. i want like the dirtiest the shackiest like pork just like hanging in the middle of the, the street. way <laughs> that i was like my muslim heart literally i was like oh, we can't please don't stop this car because he kept saying like i want a lechera i want a lechon i'm like but why why <laughs> i did not get it for him he, but like he would not have came home he would have not <laughs> his stomach would have been and sad. what was funny was after you guys had left uh he had um we have a my grandmother makes lambi which is conch and that's not a common like yeah, yeah. Eat, like that's not something people eat commonly tore him up like his oh. body did not and like that happens to a lot of people because mm-hmm. like who like who eats conch like who yeah. last time you eat a conch was that on the yeah. menu? like I no um my gra- it's like one of my up. grandmother's delicacies uh okay. though so uh he very much enjoyed it um but yeah no it tore him up because your body's just like just 
even if it's cooked, it could be cooked fine because obviously my grandmother cleaned it and cooked it properly. But if your body's just like not used to certain things, yeah. just try to like you know maybe eat a little bit. And if you feel like the the bubbling, just don't continue. Even the first few days when you go overseas, like the water's different. You might yeah. get diarrhea. It's terrible. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh my god, yeah. It's yeah, it's different. Your body adjusting, and then the time difference, and then you got to. And then your also, and then, I don't like fast food outside of America because it's real chicken and the fast food mm-hmm. in America is not and I like that better. Okay, Nina. <laughs> what? I am literally like I'm shocked because I absolutely love the fast food overseas. It's like actual food. Yeah. <laughs> like the KFC. It's real. Like the Popeyes like yeah. they get the like chicken fresh chicken. So much That's better. Liter- I do not eat meat. I don't eat dairy at least when I'm here, but if I'm traveling, like I know that I'm actually getting actual I want food. I want like Burger King chicken nuggets from America. You want Burger King chicken nuggets. They're delicious. Oh my god. With barbecue I, sauce. I've literally my never stomach heard is made of steel. I anybody want Burger King. I didn't Burger even know King they is so had nuggets. nuggets. Like <laughs> Burger King is super underrated first I'm of all. I'm stressed out. <laughs> Do they want to sponsor me? That would be great. Oh my god. I'm a Wendy's and a McDonald's. I well, love I'm a, taco, I'm a Taco Girl really. Taco Bell girl really like Julia mm. Hart. Mm. Taco Bell is going to mess your stomach up though a little oh, bit. Oh that's fine. I'm I'm okay with the spiciness. They're Dorito tacos crack wow <laughs> literally so, so healthy I just, yeah. and she's looking at us like we're like we're disgusting i'm just like my stomach's at yeah. like while y'all were talking i mean don't look at that ground meat like when you're eating it just eat it just eat it yeah if you question it for too long you're kind of you'll you'll question it but like if you don't i definitely like in a pinch i'll go to taco bell but i will still be vegan like i'll be like yeah, make the, it like, fresco the... style put the potatoes in there so like, give me starch. i had a question for you this is kind of off topic but when you, you obviously weren't dairy for your whole life no did well, you mostly but yeah well, mostly did you feel like um you felt better after you stopped eating dairy oh absolutely like okay. not like about to sponsor not eating dairy like everyone likes what they like Her but because i've been having because yeah. i've been i've always had like acne issues and blah blah mm. blah and, like I've tried everything and someone was like, stop eating dairy and your skin will clear up. No, yeah. that's true. But like, also like true? the actual mucus in your body, like dairy, it'll create mucus. So when it comes to like allergies and like your actual breathing pattern, it my allergy, everyone stop, like, stop eating dairy. Stop it. What yeah, are you eating really specifically? I eat cereal every morning. With actual milk? They yeah. have so many milk whole alternatives. Milk. Oh, Jesus. Like Nina. a toddler. <laughs> like, a to- milk. like a toddler. <laughs> Nina, <laughs> I literally like the. I drank whole milk, and that was the last time that I've ever had milk because my nephew, who's like turning ten now, um, he was like three at the time, and he wasn't like drinking his milk. And I was like, "Look, I'll drink it." Glug glug glug, son. The way my stomach was tore up, I was like, trigger warning, projectile vomiting. Wow. It didn't even touch my teeth. It just exorcist style i was like Oof. i'm going to die here my stomach is empty like it was happened to me when i get uh no so cream. like pizza is a thing you like pizza i love pizza i love okay. pizza see i'm lactose intolerant so like i live like a like one my of my foot is like in the dairy world and the other one is like in the non-dairy world mm-hmm. um that's possible yeah you could just like just cut back a little bit yeah i think i want to just like really cut back oat um, milk is like my top notch favorite get rid of the whole milk there's no reason for that whole yeah. milk like you're bugging. damn like you're that's bugging. cause that's inte- whole like, milk sis cause I don't like fat free milk it tastes weird okay Okay. I used to drink but 2% but even like 2% like, like, <laughs> you don't have to have the whole thing <laughs> I think cause I was I was gonna say 
for all of May, I want to try a dairy-free month and see yeah. how I feel. Welcome um, to May. Yeah. <laughs> let's do it. I haven't had any dairy today. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah, you want to do that too? Let's all no. do it. Let's all do it. I like cheese. We're all do it. Cheese is my uh, my weakness. Okay. But I feel like if you have cheese like once in a while, it's mm-hmm. not going to mess you up day. too bad. I like when I'm abroad, specifically in the south of France, having a pizza. That is the time of my life. That's when I would have cheese in the south of France solely. She keeps talking about this one pizza she had in the south of France, guys, that like had tuna. What was it called? On it. A Neptune pizza, I think. Brilliant. Brilliant. And it's the only time she will ever eat pizza. So if anybody ever exactly. wants to see me eat a pizza, <laughs> fly me out. Take the south of France. Get me flued out. That is such an expensive date. It's <laughs> such a bougie. Like... Just to see her eat pizza. <laughs> I'm worth it. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. All right. Did you have anything specific that you wanted to talk about? Um, about traveling that we should know? We went over like the do's and don'ts, but like what is the big number one thing to know when we're traveling? When you're going abroad, your passport needs to be valid for the next six months. Okay. I learned that the hard way last week. Oh, wow. Oh my, God. my passport was expiring in September. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I was like, I'm fine. My no. passport is expiring in September. The guy from the tour hit me up and he was like, you need to get a new passport by Monday or you're off the tour. Oh, my god! I was gosh. like, what? He was like, yeah, because we need to start like promoting. And if you don't get a new passport, I was like, what? So I literally had like an emergency like passport schedule thing. I had to do this whole thing. And yeah, I was like, my grandma died. Expensive. That didn't happen. Sorry. Um, and then um, I had to fly to Boston to pick it up. What? And I flew to Boston, went and got my passport on the spot, and then flew back home the same day. Dang. And then I took a picture of the passport and sent it to the guy, and I'm like, my passport's good for another 10 years. And he was like, all right, Get him. I mean, yeah. I'm glad that you're making moves to make sure that you can do stuff, but yeah, wow, but that was need, intense. You need your passport to, you yeah. like, within six months, you have to start, like. Wow, I think mine expires yeah. in August. Oh, yeah, you can't travel oh, with it. Wow. Yeah, you, they won't let you travel anywhere, at least internationally, They if your Holy passport is going to expire. Um I I learned that not the hard way, but uh, I had somebody who unfortunately it was somebody who like had actually passed away like in their family, and they went to go travel, and at the airport like they literally told him that he couldn't go yeah. uh, to the mm. funeral and whatnot because his passport was expiring in, in six months. But I was like, that's, that's also crazy. kind of extreme. What's like I would get like three mean, months. Then? Um, but th- for them, like the reasoning is like, if God forbid anything happens, like you're you have that like cushion of if like you have to stay out there for more than six. I like, but this, but it's like, just a really extreme like, for me. Yeah, because I'm like you. There's consulates. Like, can't you just go to the U.S. consulate over there and just be like, it's expedite? A whole thing. Yeah, that's so mm-hmm. dramatic because it's lit. Like, some we can't go to Paris for I that can't. pizza anytime soon. Yeah, no, <laughs> that's okay. I can get a new one. <laughs> You can still take me to get. She just needs a few pizza. weeks. Yeah, three to six weeks. South of France. Yeah. Do not take me to Paris, please. Because yeah. <laughs> if you don't expedite it, it takes about like six months, six weeks, six to like ten weeks. It takes a long time. That's a very you, long. Even if you expedite it, it takes a long time. That's crazy. If, I know if you pay like a ridiculous amount of money, like they'll print it out for you. Like you gotta make you gotta uh, make up a family emergency though. Mm. What okay. is your favorite part about traveling? Favorite part? Um, the vibes. You just feel different when you're at somewhere else. Yeah. You just, and then you, I feel like you behave different. Yeah. Not really like behave different, but like you just, you're like happier. Yeah. There's an extra layer <laughs> of happy. stress off because like you're obviously not dealing with like the everyday, everyday yeah. life. Yeah. 
You don't got to like, you, you, I mean, you got your bills to worry about, but you're like, yeah, I wonder if I want to get back. Yeah, like <laughs> when I'm traveling, everything's like, I'll figure it out when I get back. And then right. I get back and I'm like, oh, shit. Look at this mess. But like, like there's no, there's no, like, you just feel free. Oh, yeah, yeah, 100%. Every time I come back from vacation, I don't even look at my bank account. As soon as I touch Ooh, down wherever okay. I'm at, I've taken out my cash, I did my budget. Listen. And then I'm going to swipe, 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 swipe. And then I'm like, I'll have enough money to survive. You were the first my person I've ever too. traveled with, like alone, and I was just like, "Are you sure? We, you sure we could just buy this right yeah. now? Swipe it. We'll figure it out." Like, okay, swipe. Maybe came back home. Do you, do you <laughs> cry? Fifty dollars left. Do you cry on flights home? Since no, so I get really bad after vacation depression. Me too. Like actually, like I get very much like. There's no way this is my fucking real life. Like I get so like internally angry. Like uh, we we went to the DR in March, and I still haven't been able to post like any of the pictures of the vacation because Yo, like, I'm just getting back from like wow. Because I'm like, damn, that was such an amazing vacation. That was such a it great was time. Literally, perfect. why is this my life? Why am I back here? Like, <laughs> why am I not in DR and my favorite beach do, with my favorite people? Like, it's just yeah. So yeah. it's like that endless cycle. But yeah, I get really bad after vacation depression. I do too, but thank God it doesn't last that long. Oh no, mine will I'm like last a day or two, and then I'm like, oh, okay, fine. Back Three to months. Wow. <laughs> I don't think well, I've like, vacationed enough. Like I've never I don't travel for vacation. Like I'm always traveling for work because I'm a workaholic. Capricorn energy out there. Same on Capricorn. Yeah, it's, it's crazy out here. But the first time when we did DR, like when I came back, like a couple of days, I was just like, did that actually happen? Like I'd go to my phone and see pictures. I was like, that's a whole different life. Literally. Like, what? You feel and almost it's, like you're like in a little bubble for like a it's second. It's crazy because you're like, this morning I was in another country and now I'm in Cliffside Park, New Jersey. I do How that did that happen? All the time. Like I'll literally be at work and I'm like, oh my God, two weeks ago I was in DR. And I'm like, Three weeks ago, I was in DR. And just like, this I morning, I was in days, yeah. like, go by. I'm like, oh, well, 72 hours ago, I was on the beach. And, like, it, yeah, I get it. I get it really. That's really It's just happy The vibes. only way that I can combat it is, like, I have to be thinking about my next trip on my way back. <laughs> because I, I, I won't be able to survive. Can't I'm like, okay, down. I can, like, vaguely map out that I'll be going to this ti- this place this time. It's okay, Grace. It's temporary. <laughs> like, you're only going back for a little bit. You got to crank it out, and then you're back on the plane, and you're back somewhere else. Wow. Like, mm-hmm. So your favorite part about traveling is just being away from home? Yeah. Well, not even like, away what from is it? home. It's just like you don't have to think about working and, like, I guess, like, not, like, real-life things, but, like, the really annoying things about real-life things. Mm -hmm. Like, having to pay bills and, like, having to actually give somebody my time to be able to get a paycheck. I'm like, oh, no. I'm just living my life. Like, this Mm -hmm. is is the way my life is supposed to be. That's that's what's up. Okay. I feel that. My favorite part is the food. Seeing different food. I love food, but seeing how different people eat and eating it, different flavors, cultures that have been creating and cultivating flavors for so long and just, What? brilliant i love the food of traveling i hate being on a plane i hate actual physical travel hella dehydrated always pack a face mask that's my tip anytime you are on a plane the last one they're like we're taxed not taxiing but when we're about to land i put on face mask and be like nobody about to see me get off this plane dry ever ever eczema finna pop out not here but that's my those are my tips for traveling pack a face mask and get ready to have some great food Ooh, yes, yes, yes. Impact outfits. I've, I'm a Google Doc girl. 
And I like making itineraries for all my trips. And it's very I've nice. never done that in my life. So I you need to have her plan your trip. Because I will you? literally can you amazing. travel with me? I will tell you like <laughs> what. Her. I'll break down the flight information, everything, Who's day by day. Up? What are the activities? Suggested outfits, like literally. No, everything she's is, amazing. Mm-hmm. I didn't have to do one thing. So for when DR. I <laughs> become rich and famous, and I'm gonna hire you to go on tours with me. Oh yeah, travel can coordinator. You? I totally got that. You. Is her yeah. organizer? Yeah, she's brilliant. Done. We'll share the itinerary. Okay, Nina, well, we're going to go over here. This is dinner. And this is, like, the outfit that you should be wearing. Like, it's a casual fit. Oh, it's just daytime. Oh, we're walking around. Sneakers. Like, when we were in DR, she said people might come up to you and you have to use these. Fr-. She said key phrases that you need to know in um in Spanish. No habla espanol. No me oda. No me oda. That was everybody's favorite one. No me oda is always, people's like, just leave me alone. Like, no. Like, stop effing with me. That's what yeah. that means. I literally was like, uh, look. Little Dominican kids might come up to you and ask you for money. Just say no. And I was like, if you if you so feel inclined to give money to any particular child, please alert me or my family, and we will let you know if it that was child so detailed. is okay to give them money to. Like it was really because they do like they do like that's part like. These kids are not dumb. Like, and you saw like that little kid that was with us at the beach. We mm-hmm. went to the beach. The they know how to spot Americans. Yeah, they know how to spot Americans. And he was like this little tiny little boy. Swore like he had to have been eight in real life, but like swore to us he was like fourteen years old. I'm like, you're not fourteen. It was like on a Tuesday afternoon. You should be like at school. school. Like, why are you out here mm-hmm. on the beach? Um, and he tried to get close to like me and like my friends and my family. My mom was there. Um, and then as soon as he realized that like we were Dominican, he was like, okay, well, I'm not going to be able to finesse them. Yeah. Found some adorable little group of white boys. They were like, they look like Bergen Catholic boys. Literally like- immediately adopted the little boy. The little boy went on a banana boat ride. <laughs> the little boy got fed. Um, they started playing like football catch with him, like throwing he, and sand at throwing each other, sand at like... each other, burying him in the sand. Like they fully adopted that boy for like the rest of the day at the beach. But that's what these people like, not these people, but that's what these kids yeah. do, and that what adults teach these kids to do. Um, and like the survival techniques. So it's not like yeah. the greatest situation. Um, but little stuff like that. That depending on where you're going, you have to be a. Uh, wary of there's a lot of pickpocketers out overseas yeah Mm, because there's mm -hmm. one like not even overseas but uh in new orleans there was there's this really popular one where like somebody like is like oh uh you got your shoes on i know where you got your shoes i know where you got your shoes it's like some weird scam where like somebody's like oh like for ten dollars i could tell you where you got your shoes and then like you're supposed to be like oh like like, you know, you're not supposed to answer them, but apparently it's, like, all oh, the answers, like, on your feet, and, like, you end up, like, you know, giving them the $10 or something along the, like, the lines of that. But you have to do your research because we definitely were, like, okay, if anybody asks us about anything about shoes, we just be quiet and we walk away. <laughs> <laughs> we have to prepare all the time. Well, we're finna get into our last segment, you know? And this was always my favorite segment because it's the one part that I feel is, like, structured. (laughs) You know, we kind of, like, let everything flow. But this one is our big question that we always ask, and that is, Nina, what would you tell your younger self? Whether it be in regards to traveling, um, this specific topic, but in order to get to this frame of mind that you are now, what does your younger self need to hear? Oh, man, that's such a hard question because there's so many things mm-hmm. um in just like general mm-hmm. I guess I would tell my younger self to trust 
trust myself. Um, I guess that means like with like a confidence, just with everything, because I feel like um, just until like maybe like a year or two ago, I had so many things I wanted to do and I was never confident enough to do it or I felt like I couldn't do it or I felt like I was going to fail or I was like, I need a safety net, I need a job. I need, And it's like, it, I feel like it delayed so many of my um, goals and accomplishments that I ended up achieving anyways. Hmm. Being scared and being like, having no like self, like um, having no self-confidence. But it's like now I'm looking back and I'm like, oh wow, no, like I really, I really can do the things I say I want to do. Right. And um, I don't feel like it's too late. I'm still young. I don't care. Um, and I feel like everything happens when it's supposed to anyways. I believe in the universe's timing. But um, to just, like, believe in myself more, definitely, um, and have more confidence. I was very insecure. I mean, I'm still insecure, but it's definitely much better than when I, when I was. Um, so just trust in the process. Um, because even when it comes to, like, comedy, I've been doing comedy for, like, two and a half years, but I had a full-time job because I didn't trust myself enough to be able to live off of my talent mm-hmm. um and that delayed so many things because i would get booked on shows i couldn't do i had i was worked nights and stuff or they would ask me to like go travel i couldn't take off of work and it was just like a vicious circle until i stopped working this mm-hmm. is like my first month um off of work and i'm going on tour next month like yes, it just you know um again I trust in the process and the timing, but I feel like I could have progressed a lot quicker if I just ripped off the Band-Aid a long time ago. Yeah. That's beautiful. That is beautiful. Thank you. Congratulations. Thanks. I like that. Little Grace needed to hear that, too. Big Grace needs to hear that. Yeah. I needed to hear that right now. <laughs> I actually, I feel so incredibly inspired. Yeah. <laughs> trust the pro- Trust, like, really believe in yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Because people would always say, oh, it's one in a million. And I'm like, yeah, but what if I'm that one? Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, so definitely if you really believe you can do something you could probably do it absolutely (laughs) Absolutely. that's it guys I'm becoming a rapper yes she is take away yes I um I'm glad that you said that because you are such like a pillar of confidence like at least for me you're very Mm. you you, every ever since I've known you you've never necessarily been quiet so I definitely feel that you deserve to be as loud and as confident as you are because you are truly a very beautiful person thank you like all around inside outside it's a light it's a joy to know you your energy is beautiful absolutely beautiful (laughs) (laughs) what does younger grace need to know younger grace needs to know that um you can't hide because you're tall so there's not really much (laughs) that you can do there to like diminish yourself um or try to like hide away if you're gonna travel um but just keep doing your research uh you still haven't made it to a fraction of the places that you are Mm. going to uh see but you've seen most of the caribbean and you love beaches so that's where you thrive I love that. Yeah. That is where you thrive. Oh, you, girl, you. I, I couldn't even believe what I was watching. You seeing you on a beach. It was the, like a mermaid. I was like, oh my god! <laughs> like, wow, the wonders of Allah right here <laughs> on a beach. I have like my end goal is to live by a beach. I have to like. There's no way that that's not where I'm supposed to end up. Yeah. Wake up every morning, put my toes in the sand, drinking my coffee. Oh, that's nice. I literally need that in my life. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing um younger muyi needs to know well actually y'all i haven't been on i didn't get on a plane until i was 20 years old like on a plane in general and then i was really uneasy about it so i think younger muyi needs to know travel just go there's so much to see because if i would have seen it earlier i feel like it would have jump started 
more of what I've been doing and open up the possibilities. Because it wasn't until I was looking at the Atlantic Ocean from the other side that I was like, oh, my God, there's so much to see. There's wasn't so many different... flight, like, far? You... It was. I was in England. It was, like, six, six and a half hours or something. Yeah. You were incredible. It's your first flight? That's wild. Yeah. That's really wild to me. It was just like a, like a zone out sort of thing. So I was like, okay, we're just going to do it. But like the flying up, like getting up, and then the plane did like a turbulence thing. And I was like, we all right? <laughs> <laughs> and then everyone just started laughing because I said it out loud. Like that didn't feel good Yeah, because I didn't know that we were just supposed to act like it wasn't happening turbulence that we're in constant danger but yeah okay no it was great so i think the younger me would benefit from getting on a plane earlier and just jumping in with her whole heart similarly to trusting the process jump in girl okay that's that i don't know if we use geeked to see who you are now so i think think that's beautiful thank you i agree right she has like she's geeking out right now like that's me wowzers look at her go (laughs) All right, blessings. That's a wrap for another episode of Always in Bloom podcast. Nina, thank you so much for being here. What a beautiful podcast. Yes, thank thank you, thank you. Everywhere that you can find Nina, we will be putting in the show notes. Uh, So make sure that you guys are following us on everywhere that you can follow. Always in Bloom at our Instagram. AIB Connect. On our Twitter. AIB Connect. Follow the Patreon, follow the YouTube. You know the deal, guys. We love you. Bye.